Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. That's kind of a part of our story that we were just like doing stuff, fun stuff. It was, uh, as mentioned, middle of pandemic. And we were like, okay, let's have fun. We don't know what will happen to the world. Let's just like do something crazy. And we did. And it all took off. Three, two, one. My name is Espri Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hey, this is Adam Marks. I'm a tech founder, writer, and consultant, and I've been listening to the Women in Tech podcast for about three and a half years now. Esprit does a phenomenal job spotlighting female entrepreneurs from all over the world And one thing I love about the show is listening to their stories and how they've built their companies and organizations. We should always be pushing for representation and equality every time we go into the boardroom, every time we look for co-founders, every time we look to hire employees for our companies. So support representation and equality, support the Women in Tech podcast, follow me at AdamMarks13 on Twitter and on LinkedIn. And remember to always look for the orange sunglasses. Hi, I'm Olga Bortinkova, founder of Dripsider and guest host of Women in Tech podcast. And my aim here today is to introduce and let you be inspired by one more talented woman in tech. Today, my guest is Daria Shapovalova an incredibly talented co-founder at Dressax, who is a digital fashion store that carries 3D clothing collection from most well-known contemporary brands. Daria, welcome you to podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great pleasure to talk. So today I want to talk to you uh, about your entrepreneurship way and uh, for sure about your unique vision of development of future in digital fashion. But in the beginning, I want you to give us a little bit of your background. Tell everyone a little bit who you are and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Daria Shapovalova, and I'm the co-founder and CEO at DressX. And we started the company together with my co-founders, Talia Modinova, someone I used to work with for some time before starting DressX, and also a third uh, lady, Julie Krasnyanka. So we're all three of us are from Ukraine, and we ended up being in Los Angeles. And um, I was in fashion for 15 years before that in physical and traditional fashion, and I started as a media uh, person so i had my tv show on fashion i was author and co-host and journalist and i was writing for to lots of media like international media then i started a fashion week co-started the fashion week in ukraine mercedes bansky fashion days that became the largest one in eastern europe since a couple of years from the start it was backed by mercedes Benz, and then i had a number of uh, projects that i continued to do like fashion education project kia fashion institute various like conferences that i did and also in 2014 
2014 because of the first war that started between uh, you, uh, after like Russia and Ukraine and the annexation of Crimea, the um, the showroom that I started in France, uh, and it was a wholesale showroom. So we did that together with Natalia as well, uh, my co-founder at DressX now. And uh, yeah, so that's my journey. And then I decided to move to technologies because like we had so many online stores uh, purchasing items from us and we really wanted to kind of, I really wanted to do the switch to tech because I thought it would be way more exciting to work in fashion tech rather than just traditional tech. What bring you there? Like my question was about what bring you like what was uh, this like you know moment when you understand that tech uh, fashion tech it will be more exciting than just just fashion. Absolutely, you know, it's a good question. I remember it very clearly. I was in Paris, and uh, as mentioned, like we had this showroom, which was like super beautiful, like all walls made of gold, and uh, it's like in the very center of Paris, and all these buyers coming, influencers, photographers, and I'm like watching it and thinking, this is great, but there is no innovation here, like literally, but not changing anything in the industry. Like, is it? really fun for me to work on something that is not innovating no it's not i was like looking at the you know at, uh, at this room and i was understanding that there are walls in the room and i'm like way more than that and we should invent something to break those walls for the designers to represent themselves differently to do some other stuff and actually i did a lot in traditional fashion so i saw so many shows and i met the most amazing designers i think i have the best kind of learning experience starting in the fashion industry while interviewing all of those designers and traveling from one fashion week to another and i was like oh my god this is so incredible but really for myself i saw the development of my career in something that i don't know and also i started to remember that like when i started in fashion there was no facebook no instagram and no social media so the fashion world was like narrow it was tiny it was like 300 people in the room and that's the only people who knew what was happening in that room and then they were writing about it and that's how like general audience knew about what happened at certain runway and then pretty much in like one season everything changed everyone could be a journalist a blogger like street culture and i was like Next time, I want to be at the forefront of those changes <laughs> in fashion. I want to be the change. I want to create it. And all these thoughts, they came in together. And uh, and I really want, like, I did so much already in Ukraine, where I'm originally from. And I was like, I want to move to, like, a new destination. And people knew me in Europe. People knew me in the fashion world. And I already understood, okay, it's time to move forward. It's time to make something new. I managed to say what I wanted to say. I put Ukraine on the world's fashion map together with the team and with all the amazing designers it's definitely not only my accomplishment and I, I never want to say something like that but definitely mercedes-benz key fashion days played a pivotal role to do that and in the press you can find the mentions that daria was the person who helped to promote ukraine to the world fashion map obviously now the situation is so much different and there are so many other things that are important for the ukraine but always like cultural promotion is super interesting and super important actually so i'm glad that we did it back then because it definitely continued to help designers and so many creatives yeah so that's where all of my thoughts that i was like thinking about and then i always love new things you know I like I just can't if I don't know something I just like I just need to understand what's happening there like I always have this all this technologies trying using them and I'm not very good at that but I'm always trying <laughs> so that's kind of my motto <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the great uh, like 
the great way to do things. If you don't know something, you just need to go there and to understand how does it work. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. That's what I do all the time. Yeah, and uh, you started a company just like two, three years ago. And uh, how did you go about taking action to develop that calling? Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, it's the DressX is the company number 10 for me. When I calculated the number of companies that I have started, some of them that like, became like bigger companies that people know, some of them were like on the smaller side. So I don't have like anything special about the calling if I need to do something or not. I'm just like, if I think that mm, it's a good idea to start, I just go and do it. Because for me, it's like always like, what? how can I easier test it as, far, as fast as possible? Like if I have the calling, I need to do it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it does work, perfect, amazing. And especially back then, it was like in the middle of the pandemic when we were starting DressX. So it was 2020, the summer of 2020. People still did not go to the street that much. And I was like, okay, now we don't have that business what we're doing anymore at full scale because the wholesale industry really was affected. So I was like, that's the time to start something completely like crazy and new because we don't know what will happen to the world. Maybe it wouldn't exist after the pandemic. So why don't we start the story of uh, like clothing a closing store that so without the clothes without the clothes <laughs> with the clothes that don't exist like it's a perfect timing the world is already collapsing so why don't we collapse together and then it kind of became like the pandemic has finished but the clothes stayed <laughs> i mean those that don't exist because like everyone switched into the metaverse conversation facebook renamed to meta we did not see it coming back then we were just doing like everything by the instinct and just following our gut feelings and we were both myself and Italian fashion for so many years. Julie was in tech, always in love with fashion. She is like completely crazy fashionista in a good sense. So she knows so much about fashion and she has this like feeling of what will be fashionable and what's not because she like embodies fashion when you look at her but she never worked in fashion before that so which is like crazy only with us that's kind of a part of our story that we were just uh doing by by just like doing stuff fun stuff it was uh, as mentioned middle of pandemic and we were like okay let's have fun we don't know what will happen to the world let's just like do something crazy and we did and it all took off. I love it. I love this approach, actually. <laughs> really inspired by them. Uh, and uh, we all know that behind a beautiful picture, there is always a lot of work. And uh, what were your top three biggest challenges during this time? Um, during this time, you mean while building Dress X, right? Right, right. yeah. Like, uh, you know what? When you love something, like you don't feel that it is challenge while you are doing that but when you're looking back you're like thinking oh that was a challenge probably so finding the right people to the team was a challenge but it was always okay let's do let's find someone like let's ask that person this person i found some people on linkedin in my instagram and they became like chief sustainability officer at dressx i found like she just commented on my picture and I was like, okay, that's an interesting profile. Let me talk to her. And then she became such a vital part of DressX. Then someone commented on my LinkedIn post. I want to speak to him and he's now like head of growth at DressX. But it's like, it's challenging to find the right team. It, like I never hired any technical engineer in my life. So like finding a right CTO who is with us now and who has continued to build the technology, who became such like a good friend and uh, 
like that was a challenge too, but also raising venture capital money. I never knew how to do that, but I met the right people at the right time who told me and I listened. I think it's really important to listen to clever people who already made something and it's not to argue with them that, you know, I, I know better because I did something in my life before. No, that's not exactly the approach that we should ever take because like if you didn't do anything and someone who is more experienced than you tells you that this is these are the rules of the game you first need to follow the rules of the game then you can go and break them but first you need to follow at least once <laughs> and understand i think it's kind of easier to break things when you know how they work because otherwise you can break them but like nothing will happen and um yes and uh, the third biggest challenge is just like for me it's always like combination of my family life i have a child of now he's 10 years old back then he was like seven and a half and it's always the combination like this motherhood and work environment so if he doesn't go to school he's like sitting here in my room and listening to my conversations or reading books or like uh, he wants to learn more about what i'm doing and uh, obviously he's like jealous of my work sometimes and they're always like when you have a like a child it's always something is happening like uh, a virus uh, something is at school a deadline like uh, all sorts of things that you can imagine and you need somehow to combine it and to squeeze in your schedule so we had so many fun moments when i was like driving david it's in the name of my son to like summer camp and having an important meeting while i was doing that and i'm like david please don't say a word it's like really important meeting don't talk <laughs> And he was like trying to help me. And sometimes he was like, no, mom, I want to listen to the music. I don't want to be silent here. <laughs> so a lot of things like that. So for me, it's also combining the motherhood and entrepreneurship, but I think it's possible. So I really encourage every woman to not to be afraid of doing that. And I, like the only like desire I have is to have more kids and to continue building the company. And continue building more companies having more kids i'm all about like how we can expand here <laughs> <laughs> right right yes like uh this energy with children is never like let you stop and let you be uh, just frozen never <laughs> yeah 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 exactly exactly yeah i agree and uh you you already told me that uh your system is about just try try something new what else uh, kind of system or instrument you use to overcome your challenges um like lately i started to do a lot, of, a lot of yoga and meditate and that actually became my tool number one but to be honest it's just like a lot of techniques that i'm using from different books and from conversations with my teacher because i do have people with whom i kind of connect on uh deeper levels and uh, i do believe in this connection with yourself that we all need to establish so i think it's going into yourself and understanding okay this is an ego problem this is the question that i need to talk to myself about or like i need to meditate on that so it's all about like practicing those things that you think you lack and kind of trying to establish a different relationships with the universe and uh, understand that all things pass and everything that you envision to be it will be like you envisioned if you of course if you think now i will like i won't make it happen you won't make it happen if you will think that you will make it happen you will make it happen so it's like it's very easy like the rules of the game are pretty easy but we sometimes forget about them and And I try to remind myself, you know, so that's why like once a week I have a conversation with uh, like um, a teacher whom I would call like my uh, 
spiritual uh, guide, uh, spiritual teacher, and uh, I do. I try to meditate at least like once in two days or once a week, once a day, in the best like uh, when I'm very diligent on my meditation schedule and doing lots of yoga. That really helps to me. Like I have this strange uh, things I live like with Ayurveda lifestyle and all of that. So not hundred percent, you know, nothing in life can be hundred percent. Otherwise, you'll become crazy, and that is never good. But I really try to listen to myself and to like whether I like something or I don't. And if I don't like something, I need to act on that. Right, right. This is a good question about uh, teacher, mentors, advisors. How you build the system or work with them? How to you find them? How you work with them? You like uh, group them or like tell us about that. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually like I've been in the industry for so long, so I've met some inspirational people, and uh, I was trying to establish the relationships with them. And uh, I think some of them really became my good friends, and uh, then they became some of them became my investors or people whom I connect to on like monthly basis, for example. So it all comes with like great relationships when you really feel that you can teach something this person and you can learn because besides being curious i'm also curious not only about this particular person but about so many other things so i can tell something to this person as well and we can share the knowledge so i think if there is like an idea of sharing the knowledge it's already very powerful so you can't like only expect that people will share with you but you won't be sharing so i think it's important to have this kind of uh exchange of energies and that's why yes i did meet some great people some of them became my teachers or friends or like investors advisors but that was like i'm just living life and the life like gives you so many opportunities and you can either take them or you can like think that they're not achievable but everything is possible and so that's why like i live by this notion i try to teach my son about it he knows about it he's like mom can you please stop repeating that so he's already fed up with all of this like you can do everything and etc <laughs> yeah so that's uh yeah that's the situation here about mentors and teachers oh yeah but now here i will ask you to repeat it one more and one more and more and more times because it's really important and uh can you share with uh, our listeners about uh, how you build the system work with mentors you have a calls like every day every week or like you have different kind of mentors on different topics how you work with them yeah, it's like, you know, uh, now I definitely as like a founder and CEO of the company that is uh, scaling fast. I don't have that much time also, so I need to prioritize. And I do understand that those people whom I want to talk to, they are on the same schedule as I am. So it means that we really need to think what questions we should ask each other and what is the agenda of the meeting. So before like I request um, a meeting from one of my mentors or like advisors i will list down the list of questions and uh, ask what when is the right time so i always try to adjust people to adjust to people's schedules uh, because like we can always find time for everything but we should be very strategic about finding that right time so i think respecting people's time and trying to give the agenda in advance is really important otherwise like the time will be lost for everyone and it wouldn't work and if even if person connects with you he or she wouldn't want to connect next time because they will understand 
understand that you came unprepared and they will be like, okay, they, but why we should connect again? I already spent enough time. I like told everything. So I think we should be always mindful about the next steps rather than this current step of like what you want to do, but also like what you want to achieve in the future. So it's like, having the agenda of the meeting, understanding the cadence of the meetings, the future meetings, and kind of giving this idea to a person and also exchanging um, too, like providing some beautiful knowledge that you know, uh, that you've researched, that's really important. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you. This is great advice. And uh, what is the best lesson you've learned about yourself in pushing your dream? Best lesson um, in achieving your dream, start now, start as soon as possible, because if it doesn't work, if you understand it's not your dream anymore, you can always like switch to another dream because sometimes we want something and then we just don't understand what it means, you know, and uh, sometimes you can already get a sense of it when you try to achieve this goal. So maybe you will shift your goal a little bit. So I think to start as early as possible to prepare to work hard. I, I don't know. I always work hard, but I had a lot of fun always when working on my projects yeah to always say yes to kind of cool opportunities like whether thinking for a long time either you should do that or not just try to do it and then like you'll figure it out i'm saying that to everyone in their personal life their business life like in terms of relationships or something i'm like if you want to divorce you should do it now if you want to get married you should do it now and then you will figure it out maybe if it was the wrong decision you can always renegotiate if needed obviously we should be mindful about things so that like when you correlate with the plans of other people but that's why it's important to have the conversation it's like important to talk important to send your expectations be mindful of people's deadlines but if it's about your own dream it's like it's just the conversation with yourself try to be open there and the more open you are uh, more transformative the journey can be without the pain because like if we drift away from our soul and from our connection to the soul we'll experience a lot of pain due to the route that we're taking if we're close enough to our soul it will be just less pain the experience will still be transformative but easier yeah yeah right uh daria you're a great example of uh, enjoying the process not just results it's uh, really like i believe that this is the clue when you want to achieve something and uh, what's next for you Mm -hmm. What's next for me is uh, definitely continue for DressX uh, to push DressX to continue to be a successful company. We do have some metrics uh, that our stakeholders know that we want to achieve. I definitely see a future one. Uh, hundreds of millions of people in the world will have the digital matter closets i definitely want to like lead by this example of uh, a woman who can combine mothership entrepreneurship and building the company building um, a family in my case is my son and uh, my parents as well uh, they now live with me here in los angeles for the time being and uh, so yeah for me it's like continue pushing on that but there are a few things that i have in mind of course and I, I think it will never stop creating something and documenting my life because it's really it's also a journey like documenting it on social media and uh, I was a journalist all of my life and I always mentioned that like once a journalist always a journalist I will continue to be curious and uh, definitely like helping some friends of mine to achieve their dreams this is something I do and maybe I should do even better but I'm so much into certain processes that it's hard for me like when I'm building the company it's hard for me 
me to like open my eyes and build anything else because I'm so focused on what I'm doing. But now I understand that it's all about like collaborating with other people and you can help each other. And we've been doing some great stuff with other partners as well. That definitely helped us to become successful. So yeah, continue building my company, continue raising my son, have great relationships with various stakeholders in my life, helping other founders to achieve their dreams, being the example of a woman entrepreneur. And I think and anyone can. I don't think that I'm doing something that others can't do. It's just that's why I think it's important to talk about it and like to talk on the podcast like this one because I'm just a regular person as everyone or I'm just like very committed to what I'm doing and that's the secret. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And what woman in tech inspires you? Maybe you have some examples. Yes, yes, yes. Women in tech always like, uh, obviously, like when I was back still in Ukraine, like 10 years ago, I was reading Sheryl Sandberg's books and uh, she was quite uh, inspiring to me. And also founders of all the fashion tech companies that managed to change the industries like Jenny Flies, uh, of Render Runway, and she became one of our advisors, actually. She started Render Runway and she's uh, like one of definitely those people who changed the way how we shop and how we perceive fashion. And Natalie Mesnay, whom I also met in my life, and it was amazing. And um, she's such a leader and she's such a great woman. And she was definitely one of the first women in tech. And um, this is always a great question because, you know, there are so many cool founders that I keep meeting on a daily basis. They can be younger than me. They can be of the same age of, uh, with me. And some people who like less known, but they help my journey and they're female founders. I think they inspired me so much. And without them, my journey wouldn't be possible. So that's why I think really we need to share the knowledge and try to be helpful, obviously for the like understanding the timing it's always hard we can't find time for everything but sometimes you like you click with people and you understand okay this is the person I'm going to help and i will share and i i, ex I expect the sharing to be mutual so yeah some of the names that i've mentioned but i can continue continue the list obviously but let's focus on those first that came to my mind Okay. Quick fire question. I will ask you a short question. You can ask whatever you want. Uh, favorite book? You know, lately, let me tell you lately, I, like I always love this principles by Ray Dalio. I think it's a great book and uh, some fashion books like the book of Diane von Furstenberg uh, and May Musk book. It's also a good one. Uh, let me see. A woman makes a plan, and Diane von Furstenberg, uh, a woman I wanted to be. So there are a few. Okay. Favorite podcast? Uh, Masters of Scale. I really love to listen to it. I think I listened and re listened to it so many times. Now I listen to way more, but this one was like the first podcast I became addicted to. Wow. What is your hobby? Uh, I do love uh, yoga. So I, uh, I think this is my hobby because I spend like a lot of time doing that. Like sometimes every day, sometimes like I have this, all these periods of life when I'm like more into Ashtanga or more into other stuff. So I think this connection to, I don't know if we can call it a hobby, like connecting with yourself <laughs> it can be my hobby, but definitely yeah, let's it's say doing new yoga. hobby. <laughs> yes, 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 exactly. Exactly. You're right. Oh, thank you, Daria. And uh, like, what is one thing that listeners can do to support you? Uh, 
purchase something from DressX. That will be a great support. At least follow us on social media. It's on Instagram, Twitter, Discord, LinkedIn. And obviously, if you also like us, love fashion and fashion and digital, uh, you definitely, I would like encourage you to install the app and to try to wear something in digital fashion and to purchase something from DressX and let us know if you like it or not, or why you did not like it, if you did not like it, or why you liked it. And if you want to share it with others, that will be of a great help. Yeah, awesome. And uh, how can people connect with you? I'm better probably on Instagram. It's uh, more Daria. Uh, and uh, I'm like once in a month, I try to go to, through all the messages and I try to respond at least very fast. On LinkedIn, I lose messages. Uh, on Twitter, it's possible to connect with me on Twitter. Less people message me on Twitter. So it's a good acquisition channel for Daria. Oh, yeah. So, Daria, thank you again for being here today and share your story. You're a really inspiring entrepreneur, and uh, I'm glad that we are friends, and uh, thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Will. It's been such a pleasure, and thank you so much for making it uh, on time for me. I really appreciate it. Hi, uh, this is Daria Shapovalova. I'm the CEO and co-founder at DressX and DressX, your digital wardrobe, your matter closet where you collect your digital looks and wear in different realities. I'm based in Los Angeles and you're listening to Women in Tech. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.